0: Welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. I'm your host, Jenna Josephowski, but you can call me Jenna J. I'm a semi-retired professional dancer, dance teacher, and yoga teacher, turned certified personal trainer and kettlebell instructor who helps active women learn to lift and get strong with equal parts challenge and compassion. After years of working in the fitness industry, I got sick and tired of watching people, including myself, run themselves into the ground, trying to uphold the narrow-minded image of what our culture sees as healthy and fit. But instead of giving it all up, I decided that I'd rather change the game, call out the BS, extract the good, and help others learn to use movement as a way to build themselves up rather than tear themselves down. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of fitness and anti-diet culture and all the gray areas in between. We'll let go of shoulds and judgments and dig into tough conversations with curiosity. Things get pretty spicy around here, so grab your headphones and let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. Today we are back and I'm going to record a quick shorty episode where we talk about strength training, um, specifically how it's boring as fuck. Good strength training is boring as fuck and we need to talk about it. This topic came about as a result of not only some stuff that I've seen on the internet, but also a couple of conversations that I've had with clients recently. So On episode one, I mentioned that I am cutting down on the amount of customized programming that I'm doing. And so I had a client that I've been working with for a super long time. When we first started working together, I was helping her come back from an injury. So we were just kind of paring things down, making it a little bit more simple, rebuilding her strength, all of that. And now that we've been doing it for over a year at this point, a couple of weeks ago, I suggested that... She was ready to come back to my regularly scheduled programming, if you will, the templated programming that I use for Tough Love Strength Club members. And she was a little uncertain about it, but she agreed to try it. I never make my clients do anything they don't want to do. So I was like, hey, if you hate it, we can always try something different. But she pleasantly surprised herself and she's like, oh, I thought that I was really behind, but turns out I can actually do all of these things. And I was like, yeah, you can. And then I was having a conversation with another client who's been working on some barbell programming with me recently. And she mentioned that she was really excited to start learning some more complex, I think was the word that she used, barbell stuff. And I was like, I got to be honest with you, the barbell itself is kind of the advanced part. I think advanced was actually the word that she had used. We're going to do some squats, different kinds. We're going to do some different kinds of deadlifts, some bench press, some overhead press, maybe a couple of slight variations on that here or there. But like, there really isn't that many other things that one does with a barbell. I mean, unless... And I said this, unless you want to get into Olympic weightlifting, which is a whole nother sport unto itself, in which case you need to go find somebody that's not me to program for you and be your coach and probably learn that in person, because that is just not my personal area of expertise or, you know, unless you want to learn how to like do Turkish getups with a barbell or something, just bananas like that. But... I realize that a lot of us kind of have this perception around strength training that it being advanced means doing the most like ridiculous outlandish things and I think things like TikTok especially um but also Instagram too I mean really any social media gives you this impression that you have to be doing like jump squats on a bosu ball balancing a medicine ball on your nose like a goddamn seal. But I have a secret to tell you. When it comes to lifting weights, being quote unquote experienced doesn't necessarily mean that you all of a sudden unlock all of these complicated and fancy exercises, or at least not exclusively start doing those things. You're never going to graduate from things like squats and deadlifts. And push ups, for example. And I want you to let that truth set you free. And so, in saying that, that might make me sound like a really basic trainer, but the basics work when it comes to strength training. There's a reason why certain exercises have become very popular and make appearances a lot of the time. Now, you can absolutely Try to do burpees on a balance beam while balancing a stability ball on your nose, if that sounds fun to you. But unless you're training to be a seal in the circus, it might not be the best use of your time. So if you're not training for something super specific, aka being a seal in the circus, you're not missing out on much if you're not doing these kinds of things with your trainer. I'll be honest, most trainers post that sort of thing um, and I used to do it much more as a new trainer to get attention, not because it's actually how they train themselves. It's novelty. And so let's talk about what a good strength and conditioning program looks like when you're more experienced. I have a few different points here and the first one is going to be that You make progress by using either different and or heavier equipment. So let's take a squat, for example. You start out new to working out. You do bodyweight squats. You get better at that. Then you might add a weight, hold it in front of you. You're doing goblet squats. From there, that might become easily because I'm a kettlebell nerd, my next step for a client might be a double kettlebell front rack squat because you can add a little bit more weight with those two bells in the front rack position. From there, you might move on to something like a barbell back squats. Different equipments? Getting heavier? Yes. Do we all of a sudden stop doing squats altogether? No. Not necessarily. I mean, not unless you have some sort of like... Major traumatic injury that means that you can't do squats anymore. It's not like they ever just go away. You know what I mean? And the squat is just one example. There are a lot of different basic movement patterns that exercises tend to fall into. But those exercises don't just go away. So the next point is that you're able to increase your training volume. That's another way to advance. So examples of that would be doing more repetitions of that squat with the same weight. It would be doing the same amount of squats, but with a heavier weight. It would be doing more sets of squats over the course of your workout or over the course of your week or your training block. So that's just increasing the volume, the amount of weight that you're moving over any given period of time. Another way to advance this is that you're switching up the tempo. So in the example of the squats, you might do your squats slower and spend more time under tension while holding the weight. You might do your squats at a faster tempo to build more explosive power. You might add pauses, simply holding at a different point during that squat, And there are endless ways to play with that tempo. So adding fancy is just one way to progress, but it's definitely not the only way. And it's not even the most effective way if getting stronger is your goal. So you can do fancy things. You can squat on a BOSU, for example. You can learn how to do a pistol squat. You can jump squats. But at the end of the day, a squat is a squat is a squat. And that might come... As a surprise to some of you, I think. But hopefully it makes you feel encouraged about where you're at right now and also gives you some validation if lifting weights doesn't always feel like the most fun or even, dare I say, like the most quote unquote joyful workout for you. So basic movement patterns like a squat, hinge or a deadlift, pushing, pulling, carrying, rotating, those sorts of things are pretty much never going to go away, no matter how experienced you get. Can you mix it up? Can you use some different equipments? Can you bring in that novelty? Absolutely. But again, adding that novelty is not necessarily going to be the best way to get stronger unless you have a very specific goal. And if you do have a very specific goal, especially when it comes to sports specific stuff, thinking right now about my dancers, there are all sorts of things that appear to be novelty that might actually be greatly helpful for somebody who is training to be a dancer and maybe not so helpful for somebody else. So it always depends that context is important. It does matter. And if that novelty, I guess, is something that's important to you just to keep your brain mentally stimulated, great. I say tell your coach that, but know that if you're not doing that, you're not necessarily missing out on much. And that is okay. Good strength training can get boring sometimes. It is okay. And it usually means that you're doing it right. All right. All right. So that's all I've got for today. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great week and we will talk soon. Thanks again for tuning into Tough Cookie Talks. I'm so glad you're here. If you want to learn more about me and how we can work together, visit my website, com or follow and tag me on Instagram at itsjennajay. I would love to hear from you. If you like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you click subscribe and follow along so that you don't miss a single show. Then take a moment and leave me a five-star rating and review so that we can help this podcast and this message reach even more people. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.